Oh, that's so cute. You don't like it? No, I'm gonna punch it. This is me punching. Oh my god! Get it out! We can actually go. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that stupid smug face. It's terrible. He does have a smug face. It's like really awful. It's like. <gasps> oh no! This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Sierra 117, and you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Master Chief, out. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Podcast Unlocked. It's IGN's weekly Xbox show, episode 574. It's December 14th, 2022. Our second to last show of the year. We'll be taking just that last week off. We'll be here next week. Perhaps though today, Miranda Sanchez, hello. Hi. We could end up crowning the Unlock Block Trivia Champion for 2022 if you get it right and Stella doesn't. So those, but so Stella, all you gotta do, if you, if you get it right, uh -huh. regardless of what Miranda does today, <laughs> uh, you stay in the game. Destin... Okay. I guess pressure. Destin is is uh, has to get it right. Hi, Destin. Hi, Destin. You have to get it right or you're out. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. That's fancy. It's, uh, yeah, it's much fancier. So so you got it, Destin. It is it is uh, lose and you're it's it's you're eliminated. Mm -hmm. That is that is, <laughs> that is where we stand with the unlock block. And if you're wondering, Ryan, what are you talking about? Listen to the entire show. You got to get so we do that right near the end of the show. We do our weekly unlock block trivia challenge, <laughs> and we do it all week long or all year long. Pardon me. Mm -hmm. And a kind listener every single year. I've never. It's this has never been a problem. I always have multiple volunteers who volunteer to make a physical trophy that so the winner sweet. gets. Destin, you've got what one or two of those on your desk somewhere, right? You can, you can sort of see one up there, actually. Yeah, I see up top. And I, and I have one down there on the bottom, yeah, too. Yeah, so Destin's so, got a couple. I know I mean, Brandon Tyrell's got one. Miranda, did you win last year? I did. Yeah, so it's, you're the you're the defending champ on this. Yeah, so this would be my second year in a row if I won, and that would be incredible because I'm really bad at trivia, but I'm good at deducing <laughs> logic puzzles. I can do those sometimes. By the way, we still need to play Escape Academy. <gasps> we together. do! Yeah, yes. unless you've already played it with your twin. I have already played it, but okay. I would happily play it again. Okay, that'd I'll be take great. different puzzles. We split Sweet. up puzzles. That's yeah. really fun. I, I really do want to get back to that game. I, yeah. It was a pleasant surprise in the middle of the year, and then oh, yeah. and then we just got like buried in an avalanche of video games at the end of the year. So it's true. We're going to talk about some of those, um, but before I do, I just want to mention real quick, one of 2023's first big games is Dead Space Remake, and it is our IGN first cover story for this month if you think back to your youth and uh well if you're old if you think back to your youth with video game magazines uh dead space remake we're covering it all month long exclusively we've got a bunch of great features videos gameplay on ign so don't miss that uh the traffic on that's been amazing so clearly lots of interest for that game i wonder if uh interest is even up a tick now that callisto's out and you know not that it's hardly a bad game but it didn't maybe quite live up to what people were hoping for. I was right in my preview, and I'm so glad that people are playing it and being like, oh, you know what? Yeah, some of those points we agree with. You just, you gotta trust people, all right? <laughs> it's almost as if you had played the game and, yeah. and uh, had a constructive opinion about wow. it. Yeah. Funny how recently, that works. And I recently <laughs> just replayed through the original Dead Space too. So I went in really excited, and I was like, oh, this is not yeah. what I expected. So I think there is a lot more interest in the remake now. 
So particularly because uh, Callisto was okay, but it definitely didn't scratch that itch. And it was very short for the game that it is. Yeah. Uh, Another game that's sort of out this week. I mean, it's been out for seven years, but the next gen update for The Witcher 3 is out this week. It is free for anybody that already owns the game. Destin, uh, your team has put together one of your awesome performance reviews, correct? Where you are comparing it against its its previous self and comparing platform to platform? Yeah, uh, Mark Medina did a graphics comparison where he looks at the two versions of the game, basically the original and the this version. And then Michael Thompson, who does our does a lot of our performance reviews, he looked at the old version and the improvements in the new version and sort of gave us a rundown on that. Well, I know uh, it's it's worth watching so you can literally see the difference, but mm-hmm. Destin, can you give us the, the Cliff's notes on on how the, what the sort of verdict was on this next gen update? Uh, it's better. It's very pretty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, largely it's pretty cool for a free update to see enhancements like this, right? Especially for an older game. And uh, overall, it's it's impressive. And then, uh, real quick, one other note is we didn't get to talk about this last week, since I, or maybe you did. I wasn't here. I I previewed Diablo Four for us, mm-hmm. and I just want to go on record on this podcast of saying how how cool that game is. <laughs> it is. I I it's been a long time since a game like I play. Very lucky, I get to play a lot of great games, but it's rarer than ever these days for me where where something is like. I can't stop thinking about it even after I'm not playing the game. Even if mm-hmm. I'm just like out walking the dog, I'm just like thinking about Diablo 4. <laughs> That's how good Diablo 4 is, even in its uh, rough state. We got a release date for it at the Game Awards, June 6th, fittingly, 6 6. Uh, hopefully, it's at like 6 06 p.m. or a.m., would yeah. be the, yeah. the, the, the icing on the cake there for, the, for those of you who uh, followed Diablo. But. That, yeah, keep your eye on Diablo 4 and check out my preview on IGN or, or on our YouTube channel. Uh, it is, the game is playing amazing already. And it's, oh man, I can't wait. That's, if Starfield comes out anywhere near Diablo <laughs> 4, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh no. I know it's, that will be the worst, like first world video game Sophie's choice in history. <laughs> like, well, which one do I play? What, what do I do? I don't know what to do, but, uh, it has don't... to be Diablo 4, right? I mean, probably. I think it's going to be because, yeah. uh, I, you know, I, I would, I guess I would wait for a patch on Starf, mm. the inevitable. I mean, not that there are all games get patched, but. The odds of Diablo 4 shipping cleaner, I think, are higher than the odds of Starfield yeah. shipping, just based on Bethesda history. They have a track record. The, you know, I'd say that with love. I don't, don't mean anything uh, malicious by it, but that's, you know, it's the, just known, the right? record speaks for itself yeah, on that. It's stuff floating in the air, plates are rolling through tables, <laughs> yeah. a lot of things it's, that can happen. But that's, know, that's, a, that's just what happens. It's charm sometimes. Sometimes. We like to look at sometimes. his charm. Although yes. hopefully this, this Starfield delay means we'll get we'll get a super polished Starfield. That would be... Yeah. Who can I say? I would welcome that. Then that would I make the so. choice even more difficult. But all right. Uh, Stella, let's talk. Let's talk right now. <laughs> uh, high on life. I know, uh, Miranda, you've, you're buried in an avalanche of video games I've, both personally and professionally. When it came out this week, I was just like, wait a sec. Oh my God, it's already time. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of, I, I don't know, like lead time to prep for this too, just because we've been sort of 
an, as you said, an avalanche of games that we already have. Obviously, we just had our best of go live. Yeah. Um, there's just been a lot going on. So it feels like it was a surprise, which is also a problem that it shouldn't necessarily feel as a surprise. It should feel like something that's really exciting because it's one of la- Xbox last things for this year. I think it is their last thing. I mean, it's December 13th is when that game I refuse to believe out. that there's nothing else this year because there's been so much already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Destin, you, you haven't had a chance to have a look at it yet, have you? I think we talked earlier. Uh, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. That's okay. No. Um, yeah. It came in, yeah, review code. I don't think I'm talking out of school here. It, it didn't even come in until super late. Yeah, I think it was late. one of those day one patch situations that was doing a lot of, a lot of cleanup. But, uh, yeah, I, I actually just ended up downloading it the night of release straight off Game Pass, uh, which I c- encourage everybody to do. Mm-hmm. And Stella, yeah, like, I, I have to say I was a little annoyed the, the day before it came out because I felt like nobody was talking about it. Like, it was yeah. just, here, here's, this is, a, this is a significant day one release for Game Pass. Big, I feel like I didn't hear anything from Microsoft. I didn't feel like I didn't hear anything from the developer. Granted, okay. I mean, Justin Roiland's a big name, but the, the, his team, Squanch, is just a... They're a relatively small independent studio. They don't have, like, a major Ubisoft or or Activision or whomever else, 2K, backing them with a eight-figure marketing budget. But I thought, oh, man, more... I got to play this a couple months ago when we did the IGN first, and it's, it's, it's A, hilarious. Yeah. It's probably... I don't even think probably. It's the funniest video game I've played in a long long time i mean i'm trying to think like like tim schaefer psychonauts 2 is funny this is this is more like intentionally laugh out loud funny than psychonauts is yeah um anyway i was feeling kind of annoyed but then (laughs) it came out and i know you know and i'm seeing out and out in the video game verse i feel like a lot of people are they've started to download it and everybody's seeing how good this game is yeah so on Twitch, it was funny. The day before launch, they a lot of streamers got early access. And I didn't want to watch because of spoilers, but I did see like a lot of big numbers. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I hope people are realizing that this is going to be a really fun game. Um, and I downloaded it on my Xbox Series X yesterday, and I started playing. I did about three hours, and it runs really well there. And I got to try out my new Elite Pro 2 controller, which was oh, really fun. Nice. Yeah, which I'm definitely going to mess around with the controls because... I do really like the game, but I think the controls, like the movement is a little weird. So I got to rewire that, but um, that's what the back bumpers are for. So um, yeah, but I really like it. I expected it to be funny, but like there's so much stuff that you can just miss. Like there's so much parts in the world that you can like listen in on conversation. I think that's the best part. Listening in on conversations is the funniest part of that game. Ooh. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've been purposely going slow through it because like i normally like any other first person shooter i might like listen to an npc for a moment and then keep going but in this game it's like no i'm gonna see where this conversation is going that these npcs are having (laughs) like uh i mean this part had been shown a couple months ago i'm actually back at gamescom there's a part very early on where Let's just say there is a there's like a teenager that's taunting you. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I guess I right. won't ruin it, but but it's like I just stood and listened to. I was like, how far oh. is he gonna take this? Oh, I didn't. I, I immediately. <laughs> I remember. I remember watching that, and it's it's actually pretty funny because they show what happens with that. Yeah. After, small individual. Oh my god! Afterwards, talking to someone. Yeah. That was, yeah His mom. Was, yeah. It's so funny. Okay, I do love that in this game when you're like, can I? stab this person 
person most likely the answer is yes and then some random person will give you justification for it which is so funny <laughs> and it makes you feel even worse you're like don't justify what i just did i had no justification for it stop it it's so funny well uh mark medina posted a clip on twitter <laughs> this isn't a spoiler at all uh, it's in the beginning sequence when you first start kind of moving around uh he he he, he just paused the game yeah. And then he unfo and and they you know they work in like the fourth wall meta humor where Kenny the gun their yeah. first gun is like yelling at you for like what are you doing pausing the game nobody pauses it here that's not gonna help you <laughs> that's cute so uh, but uh, the the part I definitely don't want to spoil or again everybody just just download it on Game Pass give it a try the the first five or ten minutes of it is. A, a fun thing that should that is best not ruined for you yeah it's just really funny i mean the i th the review i think will be up on ign by the time this episode airs so i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb here are We're, you reviewing no okay. i would i would love to have i just travis didn't, north up yeah is. travis oh, north yeah. Up. so i i hopefully i'm not uh talking out of school we're giving it an eight uh, i have not looked at any other reviews as okay. of yet but yeah yeah it's it's got... Stella, would you say... Oh, sorry, Miranda, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, reviews are... I've been kind of keeping an eye on them, and they are, as expected, pretty across the board. Okay. I think this kind of humor either humor. just really hits with you or it doesn't. But that's just humor, right? Exactly. Like, I think everyone has their own brand that they like. I love Monty Python. I'm sure many people would find uh, Monty Python Totally Grail incredibly boring, but that's fine because it's just a different kind of humor. And I'm personally really excited to get into this because I already like that you're saying that it has a lot of humor that sort of plays on it being a video game and breaks the fourth wall a bit. And I think ultimately what I want to see, I saw this really nice commentary about like visual humor and especially with movies and how like certain directors actually use the full scope of comedy with it being a movie or a film or something and if you're doing that with it being a game i think that's just probably the best way to deliver those jokes and not just be kept to we're making funny funny jokes because we read these lines it's like yeah. no, no no it goes beyond that and it actually uses like this medium as something to play with and i, yeah. I think that's really cool yeah and stella would you agree like it, it to me feels it's got kind of a a bit of an old school vibe to it gameplay wise yes like and I actually mean that in a good way. Like it, it feels a little bit like a throwback, maybe a '90s or 2000s era first-person shooter, where it's it's a little more simple. But again, I mean that in a good way. Like yeah. there's not a bunch of focused, maybe. That's a better word for it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, I, do you agree? Yeah, I definitely. So it's really funny. I was talking about the gameplay with my chat yesterday, and people were like, "Oh, it's kind of like a Doom." like doom-esque shooter <laughs> and i'm like yeah i guess i could kind of see that but i don't know it, it does feel kind of arena shootery with the way that you can move around and use different guns um and there are traditional boss battles in it too yes i actually really liked it i got to i, well, I don't want to spoil it but i got to one of the bosses and i was actually really enjoying the arena like they did a really good job yeah. also the environment is way prettier than i expected oh it's beautiful it's, a, it's the, the color palette's gorgeous yeah. in this game. it's really nice to have color in games yeah. especially in a shooter yeah. <laughs> says the number one gears of war listen fan. guys i was just playing original gears and we just beat it i was like wow look at all these colors yeah. various shades of brown and gray yeah. but it's like this is a time and my sister was like why is everything the same and it's like listen in the early 2000s everything kind of looked the same with a lot of shooters 
we just accept it as a as a staple of the time. Right. We, we but... were dark and gritty, and we liked <laughs> yeah. it that way back at the time. Oh, R- Ryan, do you? Th- oh, sorry, go ahead, Destin. I was just I was just curious, Ryan. Do you think High on Life is hitting the same notes as like a Conquer? Yeah, to a yeah. I mean, they're obviously that's a platformer, and this is a, a shooter. But yeah, I, I just think mean that's a reasonable wise. like. Uh, I mean, a, a comparison that I saw thrown around a lot ahead of release, which again, I think is fair as Oddworld, like Stranger's Wrath. That's kind oh, of what okay. it made me think it's, of yeah, too. It's got that vibe too. And um, yeah, like Lauren Lanning would probably love this game if he's not, if he's not playing it, Lauren, if you're listening, <laughs> go download High on Life on Game Pass. Um, but yeah, it's still, I think you were about to jump in on something there. Yeah, I was just gonna go back to the arena shooter thing. The second gun you hit, it's absolutely just the needler. From oh, Halo. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, this is so familiar. And I was like, oh my God, it's just the Needler, but sassy. I love it. <laughs> yeah, if if the Needler could talk, this is yes. what it would say. Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. And I like that I I didn't get a certain thing right and I kept failing at it. And the gun was just like, okay, listen, I can't help you on that. I can only do so much. And I was like, okay, look, I'm working on it. Just give me a minute. There are also, uh, my understanding, is because I haven't gotten as far into it as I would like yet, but there are uh, entire movies that you yes. can watch in this game. Yeah, I and love that. Apparently, I love there's so much. there are a couple. There's at least one achievement for like watching an entire <laughs> movie, and and there's a joke attached to the achievement, which I won't which oh I won't God. ruin for people. So it's just it really is a comedy first person shooter through and through. And uh, again, yeah, like. <gasps> Yes. There's, there we go. Oh my there's gosh, it's incredible! It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a there's it. like a, a mystery science theater yeah. style like commentary riff track over the oh top of, of one of them as well. And yeah, it's it's just a it feels. I guess the one word, if I could boil this besides funny, would be refreshing. This mm-hmm. game feels refreshing to me. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I first person shooters have been my favorite <laughs> genre for a long time. And it's not that we've never gotten a game like this, but I feel like we haven't gotten one like this in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been yeah. a while. I'm ready for it. It's There's been a lot of bad news out in the world in the year. And this is kind of like, just like kickback. <laughs> like, yeah, you could watch a funny show, but if you want to play a funny video game, there just aren't that many of those. This is one of them. And this is it's the funniest game I've played in, in a very, very long time. So uh, Game Pass. Another win for Game Pass. Download it. It is worth the the you know chipping away at your bandwidth cap, uh, your monthly <laughs> bandwidth cap with your ISP in order to download High on Life. Uh, it is There's been super fun. A note too on Game Pass. Um, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga is also on Game Pass now. So wow. that's just another nice thing if you do need something that's a little bit more lighthearted and funny and that's family another... family friendly. Family which friendly, oh, High on yeah, Life yeah. is yeah. most oh, definitely no. not at all <laughs> yeah. in any way, shape, or form whatsoever. <laughs> do not let your children hear this video game. I mean, the visually, it's not necessarily the worst like it's okay so it's just paint it's just paint yeah (laughs) Yeah, because everything's so alien and colorful Colorful, and goofy but yeah yeah, uh better mute the tv if the kids wander into the room while you're playing while you're playing this game oh actually yeah i want to point out i didn't realize this was going to be a thing but a lot of people complained about how much dialogue there was between the gun and you but (gasps) you can actually turn it down which i actually didn't realize was going to be a thing so when i saw that prompt come up i was like Oh, that's great. Yeah. So all those people that were complaining about it, you can like turn it down if yeah. you want. Yeah. In the settings menu, yeah. there is a, You're I not- think it, it defaults to like gun chatter 
and it's like frequent or yeah. something. And I left it like, yeah, I want to hear from. Yeah. But yeah, you can absolutely dial it down. How could they not want to hear from their gun friends? I know. Well, <laughs> just want, I mean, maybe they're just really bad at aiming and they just get yelled at a oh. lot. <laughs> <laughs> if it's griefing them, okay, maybe I can see that. That's actually really funny. <laughs> so uh, yeah, congratulations to Justin Roiland and the Squanch team. The game's super fun. Um, and yeah, hopefully Game Pass is going to help get it in front of a ton of people. Because like their last game, Trover Saves the Universe was i mean it was psvr first oh wow uh and well by for that alone it just didn't get a lot of attention mm -hmm. because vr remains a niche thing that that just can't seem to quite break through um but this one you know that i, I can't Im i imagine this is one reason they went with a shooter because they were like we need something that that's going to appeal to way more people than mm -hmm. a vr project so what do we do oh shooter okay yeah, give it a download. Can't recommend it enough. Check out the full review, hopefully by the time this episode airs and you hear it, on IGN.com. All right, let's get to what I think will also be a meaty topic for this week. Uh, to, to pivot from the joy of high on life to... I'll, I'll be honest. All right, I'll give you my quick wrap on this because uh, I want to hear from everybody. I, the, most of you have already heard from me because I wrote a whole column on this that got seen a lot uh, over the weekend and starting Friday. So Xbox at the Game Awards. Normally, we come in to Unlocked after the Game Awards and we do our, our recap, what did Xbox show, what yeah. was cool. There's no recap to do because Xbox literally brought nothing to the show. They showed up empty-handed, put their hands in their pockets and pulled out <laughs> pockets. They pulled out nothing. Uh, and, and I have to say, so I was fortunate enough to be there. I was in the crowd and, uh, and as I was sitting with John Davison, our, our editorial director, and as the show was going on, I was getting, I was just noticing, I'm like, is, is like there, we've seen Final Fantasy 16 looks amazing. They showed a great trailer. That's a big third party PlayStation five exclusive for next year. We saw Death Stranding 2, yeah. big, uh, big PS5 exclusive. Of course, Kojima's going to show his thing on Jeff's stage. We saw uh, Forspoken was in the beginning of the show, another yeah. third-party exclusive for PlayStation. We saw Sony developers wearing out a path up to the stage to accept award after award for all the fantastic exclusive games they shipped during 2022. The entire um, the, the the totality of xbox's presence at the game awards was a game pass ad in the middle of the show mm -hmm. and the games for impact award went to as dusk falls yep that's it that is the entirety of xbox's presence Destin, I, I apologize that you, have, I, you haven't had a chance to really jump in yet today. So I'm going to start with you. Just let me just, we'll start there. Just get your reaction to, to you know, because I was frustrated and I sent my tweet that blew up. Like as soon as the show, yeah. as soon as Jeff was like, good night, everybody. I was like, tweet. <laughs> and it just took off and nobody disagreed with me because there was nothing to disagree with. They didn't show up. What was your reaction, Destin? You're absolutely correct. It's fans are frustrated and angry they want to be talking about great xbox games and xbox things that they're excited about and to have a three-hour show with nothing it's ridiculous 
You can't show a new clip from Forza Motorsport. You can't show a boss from Replaced. There's, they have so many things to work with. And Aaron Greenberg says, you won't have to wait too long. Well, we waited most of 2022. Yeah, I'm tired of like, that's like he's like, kicking yeah, the can down the road. I love Aaron, but he's, he's just damage control kicking yeah. the can down the road. It's 10 years without a Game of the Year nomination, I believe. I don't even think they've been nominated for a Game of the Year over the last decade. Halo should were or actually no Halo was nope, after their Halo cutoff didn't last get it. year. Forza didn't get it. They both Forza was straight up robbed last year. Let's just yes. Let's yeah. and that's not that's that's not on Microsoft. That's on the voters. And I can promise you, IGN's game of the, game awards ballot, which I manage, uh, had Forza Horizon Five on it last year. But go yeah. ahead, Destin, this, please. This year to not even be present. You're there physically, but you got nothing to show. It's offense. It's like frustrating, not offensive, but frustrating to say the least as an Xbox fan. What are you doing? You're not at the biggest award show of the year. You're not nominated for everything. Sony is wearing out the carpet, as you put in the show notes, Ryan, yeah. for God of War, Gran Turismo 7. And I think there was one other one that they, oh yeah, uh, Stray. Stray, uh, and then Horizon yeah. Forbidden West didn't win anything because God of War won everything that <laughs> instead. Yeah. But they were yeah. Horizon was nominated in a bunch of major categories too. It feels like Xbox didn't even show up in 20, 2022. Sure, you got a lot of third-party games that are releasing everywhere on Game Pass. That's good for Game Pass. We need to know what exclusives you have coming, and we you need to be talking about them. You can't just be a no-show at this event. It's it's annoying. Yeah, you, I'm very you, annoyed. You mentioned, uh, I'm going to throw to Miranda and Stella here in a second, but Destin, you mentioned the biggest award show of the year. I think, you know, with, with the at current death of E3, it's supposed to come back next year, and I am rooting like heck for it to be a big deal because I love E3. Me too. But I think it's fair to say, I mean, last year, I went and looked this up for my the, the opinion piece that I wrote. Last year, the total viewership, which I'm sure, of course, Jeff Keighley's accounting for everything he can, as as we all do when we're when we're sourcing metrics. But anyway, the the number was eighty five million total viewership. So it's you know I think it's fair to say that in twenty twenty two with no E three, the Game Awards is probably the biggest event period of the year, and you don't show up for that. So just to just to kind of add on to what you're saying, Miranda, I was a little confused that they didn't have much of a presence at the show simply because their, their E3 was entirely focused on, hey, the first half of the year, we're going to have a lot of things coming out. This is your chance to say... And the second half of this year, by the way. So it's just the yeah. next 12 months, so next 12 months, we yeah. haven't seen much of... Um, exactly. So since not much really happened this half of the year, like, obviously we just got high on life, which is like, yay, but okay, what's coming next? Because we all, of course, want to know what's happening, especially since there's so many big games coming soon. Um, not to have any sort of presence was just a little confusing to me because I thought it would be, as you said, like even just for a trailer or an update on something. Uh, what this says to me instead is that they don't have any dates nailed down. Yeah. Which I, is really concerning because it's like, oh, is Starfield going to get pushed to fall? Like, is that what's going to happen? Like, I could very much probably. see that. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> just because we haven't heard anything, um, obviously it's definitely a challenge to nail down dates. And I think there are still a lot of developmental challenges, but at the same time, you know, everyone would, is kind of like looking to see what's going to happen because this year we didn't 
have any massive Xbox games that we're really looking for. And so with that, I think it's just surprising they didn't want to tease anything given their history at the Game Awards. And by the way, uh, not to, you know, the pandemic, work from home, making things tougher. It's we get that. But Sony's under those same constraints, too. And they just shipped. They just shipped some awesome games yeah, it, in 2022. Sony did have a very slow year last year That's as well. True. So it that has like ping ponged. But at the same time, this is sort of the time that I see them coming up and saying, hey, we're going to show us some more of this maybe next year. Tune in at E3 and then we'll have, you know, the yeah. cool things that are showcased. Like this yeah. is the time for them to do small updates on things that we already know are happening. You, you make such a great point about release dates. Uh, I went on Next Gen Console Watch mm-hmm. last week and we were doing, you know, fun predictions for, I thought, I thought one of the, my, my layup prediction was like, oh, we'll get either Starfield and or uh, Redfall release date trailer. It's like the easiest thing they could possibly, you know, it's, let us know. All right, you're Xbox. We've got a ton of great stuff lined up for you in 2023. Let's get some dates on the calendar. Here's your Redfall release date. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> And here, here's the thing about Redfall. I know, like, I'm excited about it. Miranda's excited about it. But I don't think it has the same impact like a God of War release was. Well, sure. Or a, or a Halo release Not would. yet. Starfield has that impact. So yeah. they have yeah. one mega game that they say is coming out in 2022. They have, like, a double A for, for uh, Redfall only because it's a new IP. We don't know how the community is going to react to that yet. Well, And then we don't know what else is coming for the rest of the year. They right. have so many things in their slate that we know nothing about. No in, updates. In, yeah, Destin, I think the it's it's sort of a weird parallel between the stuff that Sony shipped this year and the stuff that we're expecting from Microsoft at the minimum for next year, where Sony went uh, Horizon, Forbidden West, Gran Turismo 7, and God of War. And micro, you know, we were at least we've the three at the top of the pile that that seem like they're next up that we we're hoping to hear f- something about are Redfall, which is sort of I guess the the uh, apples to apples with Horizon in this in this comparison, uh, Starfield, which is the, the the God of War, and then of course Forza Motorsport, <laughs> equating to Grand Turismo yeah. Seven. And we, yeah, it's, so it's it's very it's just very odd that nothing from those three and we're they're due they are due per microsoft's own messaging in the next six months and you know i will say add on to what you said there destin with redfall about the sort of lack of awareness it's been a that's been arcane's blessing and curse i guess miranda you're a fan of the studio they they've they have a track record of and Fantastic this isn't their games. this isn't their fault, by the way. This is no. just like is what it is. Critically acclaimed games every time out. Mm-hmm. That that for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just the immersive sim genre is a little tougher to. I think it's just people get... having bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, kidding. Sorry. But yeah, like so. Hopefully, I mean, Redfall vampires are as like mass pop culture as you can get. Mm-hmm. Or werewolves, right? You go vampires or werewolves. So hopefully uh, that will help Redfall get the attention that, that arcane games tend to sorely tend lack uh, from, the, from the mass audience. But that's also assuming that the game's awesome, 
but Arcane's track record I mean, suggests they, they've, it's probably yeah, going yeah. to be. Done a great job so far. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Deathloop is now on Game Pass. Yes. So if you've not played it, please play it because it is really, really good. Fantastic. Um, yeah, Stella, where, where did you land watching all this? I so I was trying to think back. I was like, what did we, there was nothing from Xbox. When you mentioned the Game Pass ad, I was like, I don't even remember seeing that. So yeah, I feel like any sort of update, any sort of communication about the future titles that we're all really excited about would have been really nice. Just seeing someone go up there and be like, we're really, we don't have anything to show you today, but we are really excited to talk about this and this at future events. That would have been really nice. I know Miranda talked about that. That would have been any sort of communication, at least especially for me because of how Halo turned out would be really nice. Just any sort of communication before things get a little bit out of hand would be really great. Um, I know that there are a lot more hardcore fans who are very disappointed about this. And it's like, we we don't get any updates and it kind of sucks. I, I know Starfield's going to be a really big one coming up and we got one really long showcase at the showcase. Yes. <laughs> the summer showcase. <laughs> Which was really nice. But yeah. I'm like, after that, it's just dead silence. And I'm like, okay, great. Can we get like another look at I mean, they, they've done a few of those like, little like dev diary, little round table things, which yeah, have been interesting in fairness. Like I have enjoyed looking at those. That's and, cool. But like not everyone gets to look at those. Like I'm not aware of like, oh, that came out. Okay, great. Cool. They could have shown one of those at the Game Awards or something, right? It would have been nice. Yeah. And and I, I don't know if I totally get your point about managing expectations. And yeah. to, to his point, our friend Aaron Greenberg, he has talked about that publicly on Twitter before. Like, mm -hmm. oh, we need to, you know, set, we do a better job of setting expectations ahead of events. But I, even if even if Aaron had tweeted, hey, guys, it, we're going to be yeah. it's going to be kind of low key for us with the game awards, but we'll have more. to. I still I mean, it would have taken some of this thing out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I I still would be upset at them for yeah. for not showing up at all. I think too at all to the game <laughs> oh awards. I think too like they, they just announced the price increase as well. So it's just a little uh, a little I'm sorry, right? <laughs> You're he's breaking. Um, I think with that too. I will note. I know we've been saying there's like nothing. There was one thing aside from that trailer. Mm -hmm. We did see more of replaced. But that yeah, is not necessarily the, just an Xbox exclusive. It is also a PC game that's going to be on the well, Epic Well, and that's fine. Yeah, it, it was too. in the pre-show, right? Yeah, yeah technically. Which, okay, new trailer for that. All right. So but I guess that... 2023. That, that's, that's all, though. That, <laughs> still nothing in the proper me. show itself. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I agree. That's all I had to add. That's, uh, that's good, for, good to update the record, correct the record on that. From Xbox Game Studios over on Wikipedia, here's what we got in 2022. As Dust Falls in yeah. July, Forza, Motors, Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels in July, then in September, the grounded full release, mm -hmm. Age of Empires 4, the Anniversary Edition, for Intimate, PC. Which, which reviewed quite well, and then Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition is coming out in January. So two re-releases. Yeah. Here, here's other stuff that's coming in 2023. Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, Age of Empires 4 to the console, uh, and then a bunch of TBA stuff. So, like... So, one thing that also confuses me is that they just announced that the Riot partnership is, is going live. Oh. And they could have featured that at the, the game where yeah. it's pretty excitedly like that's that's a huge deal. And I know they mentioned at the showcase forever ago, but it's kind of surprising. Like, even something like that 
didn't get a second and maybe it's just the choice on theirs obviously putting announcements together takes a lot of work any sort of slice any sort of demo any sort of trailer that's a ton of work um but to have not something like that which is really exciting is surprising so if you guys aren't caught up that's basically for a lot of riot games if you have game pass ultimate edition on pc or anything um you can get a bunch of like all the champions in league basically anything that's a premium paid feature link your game pass account and now you have all of it unlocked which is a pretty massive it's deal huge. that's a massive value yeah but like that just went live and they could have they could have yeah, shown I, that and and if if you're listening to this thinking you know if you're thinking ryan you you seem like overly upset about this and that's no. fair if it, but here i think where i where it where this hit for me and i think a lot of people that read my opinion piece and 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 watch the game awards for themselves are i think i think a lot of it is this no show at the game awards to me felt like the straw that broke the camel's back because that we have been constantly strung along by xbox by microsoft with the presence of wait till next year guys yeah we got tons of great stuff for you coming next year and again i don't make games i know it's difficult but I, this is on management. This is on the messaging and the the scheduling. Like, I get that there are forces beyond your control when you lose, as we've discussed at length, when you lose replaced from 2022 and Stalker 2 because of a literal war that breaks out in the developer's country that threatens their actual lives and families. You can't plan for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, I, I pointed this out in my piece. I had to go and double check to make sure I had the number right. There are 23 first party studios. And that's not counting the ones that are tr trying, the pile, the extra pile they're trying to acquire in the Activision King, uh, Blizzard King thing, which we'll, we'll bring that up in a second. It's just, I just don't understand how. It's one thing for games not to ship. It's another for you to not even try to tell your fans, "Hey, we got you. Here, here's here's a taste of what's coming up. We're we're on we're on the way. We're you know, people have invested a lot of money in over not just this generation, not just the last two years, but for many years in the Xbox ecosystem. And it's we're at the point now. It's like we've been chasing that xbox 360 era high for 10 years mm. 10 years we've been chasing that high and it's we can't seem to get it like 2021 fall 2020 the second half we were just like i wrote a column that said the xbox's game drought is over and i had to make fun of myself in this new piece <laughs> about that because that it just it looked like great here we go forza horizon 5 Halo Infinite, Psychonauts 2, you had a few other little third-party things in there. We're off, we're rolling. The past is the past. The we're we're gonna get just game just quarter after quarter of cool video games uh, exclusive on this platform from here on out. And it's just here we go. We're right back to we're right back to uh we're Charlie Brown. Aww. <laughs> Lucy is Microsoft, and the promise of, of exclusive <laughs> games is the football, and Lucy just keeps yanking that football away, and we keep trying to kick that damn ball. Oh. And it's, uh, yeah, it's so that's I, the frustration factor. It just, it's, it's just that they're, 
I I don't know like when when do people just say you know what <laughs> forget it I'm going over to Sony like I know it's it's a it's easier said than done when you know again you've actually invested five hundred dollars in a Series X console but I don't know Destin where, where, yeah talk like, to me where's where's State of Decay three like still yeah. nothing from that game where's Whatever compulsion is working on, mm -hmm. nothing since 2018. Give me a Gear uh, Six teaser, something. <laughs> that game is in development. With like everybody knows, that's in. Give me, give me a Crimson Omen and like a yeah. a grunty Marcus Phoenix. Anything. <laughs> show me something from Hell. Show me a behind the scenes for Hellblade Two. Yeah. Like we haven't heard anything from from them in for so long. There's so many studios. You said what? 23. 23. Right? 23. And just to not be present at this event, I know they they're obviously planning something yeah. in the new year but to miss a beat you don't have like an asset or two that you can show up from any of these properties just show some gameplay like uh, i'm i'm just dumbfounded yeah. that they would just be a no-show at like, this event you're right they have a plan and we'll find out what it is but i certainly don't agree with <laughs> that plan so far yeah it's just it's it's microsoft has spent Ever since uh, the the unveiling of the Xbox One, or specifically the E3, E3 2013, when when they went 499 and bundled with the Kinect, and Sony came out with 399, and and that that just absolutely deadly. Here's how to share games with your friends on PS4. Yeah. Step one: give game. That's it. I mean that that ever since then, Microsoft has lost. I mean, you look at. They've lost tens of millions of players. Tens of millions. The 360 and the PS3 globally were neck and neck. Uh, now, with obviously Sony, the PS3 doing significantly better than the 360 outside of North America. But North America, the 360 won the race. The 360 was it. And that Microsoft has lost tens of millions of, of those people to the PS4. And... We, uh, with with what they've been doing the first couple of years of this generation, capped off by this no show. I, what's the plan to get those people back? Mm. What's the plan? It's it's really bizarre to me. Uh, as somebody who's covered this platform for twenty years, I've I've been here through the hot the the great times and the the lowest of the low times in twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen. So. Can I Please. air a grievance? Please, while, yeah. Make, while we're, while let, we're letting make me stop talking. Yeah. No, so one thing that has also been sort of a miss for me with Xbox, obviously there's a lot going on here that we're talking about, but I think it's also the continued lack of certain games on the Xbox presence. Like obviously we have all these studios, they're doing great things, and we know that Phil's really trying hard to work toward getting more JRPGs and other connections there. But things like Genshin Impact, Final Fantasy XIV, like these really big MMOs, these things that have massive communities, they're only available yeah. basically on PlayStation. And that, that keeps being the trend. Like we keep seeing a lot of these really big games that have big names only go to PlayStation. Like the fact that they haven't made some sort of connection with Hoyoverse yet is just kind of baffling to me. I will say this, is, this year is the most I've ever held a PlayStation controller in my entire life simply because of Genshin yeah. Impact. Mm. And like, I wish so badly that it was on Xbox. Every day I pick it up, I'm like, ah, oh, this could have been my elite. <laughs> you could have been but getting achievements know. in there. Yeah, you could have been... there's, there's so much. So just things like that. And I'm, I'm so, I don't, I hope 
that conversations are in the works for Xbox to get more of those sorts of things too, because I think those communities really like having a console ecosystem like me. I really love being able to go from my phone to my tablet, to my PC, to my PlayStation, to like everywhere in my house, wherever I'm at, I want to be able to get this game and not being able to have that on Xbox is actually a really big bummer for me. So I'm hoping that's something that we also see in the future with Xbox and Microsoft figuring out those relationships better. And, and Naraka Blade Point is a good example of Xbox yep. establishing those relationships, but they walked away from Genshin at one point. That's the story anyway. <gasps> and uh, yeah, so Genshin could have been an Xbox game, but Sony got it. Yeah, and, and if it seems like I'm going really hard at Microsoft here, it's, it is honestly, it's the same reason that I went, I don't, I think Destin, you were on the show at that point. Miranda and Stella weren't, but it's the, it's the same. Era. It's the same reason that I went hard at three four three after when Halo Five came out. It's because I I really love this. I love the Xbox platform. I wouldn't still be covering it. Like I could go cover whatever I want at IGN. Like if I, <laughs> I and I I mean I at least lucky I get to dabble in other things. But I'm still like I I am happy and and proud to to be the Xbox guy at IGN for the 10 plus years I've been here. And so that's, it's, it really is because I love this and I, I want to see Xbox succeed because I remember how joyous it was in that Xbox 360 era. It yeah. was insane how, like there was just always amazing stuff. It was just such a great energy, a great community. I mean, there's still a great community now, but it's, I really, it's, it's tough love. I do, I want, them to do well but it's like every time they get up and they start to get some momentum they just step on another rake smack right in the face yeah. and it's like oh okay we're same old microsoft so um and and xbox told us ryan and this is what they really need to figure out they're going to have regular big releases throughout the year nothing for 2022 yeah if, if that's not figured out by 2023 like you're going to continue hemorrhaging players and people that are like invested in the Xbox ecosystem. Yeah. Cause how long, how long are you supposed to wait? Well, at some point it's just like, ah, it's time to bail. Right. Well, it's fair point, Destin. We are, we are, we have now begun year three of the series X generation. Yeah. Wow. Year one, year you know, three. Cause Halo was delayed. Oh my God. Then we got Halo and Forza, which are great. And then nothing <laughs> like what happened? COVID sure. But yeah, huh. year three. Just, it's by, too much. By, I mean, I think I know I did a Twitter thread about this. I, I don't remember if I did it on this show, but by the first two years of the 360 era, again, I know I keep going back to that, but there's the, the first two years of the 360 era were insane, insane with the, the, the amount of quality exclusives and quality games we got. And we're just not remotely close to that even uh the side by side i had done even the first two years of the xbox one delivered more than the first two years of the series x it, the rest the rest of the xbox one generation was was real rough but those first two years were actually pretty good highlighted by sunset overdrive uh all right now i guess the real quick just to to head off what some of you may be yelling into your into your your uh device as you're listening to this podcast because the the only sort of defense that i saw floated out there for this and it's not even necessarily a defense it's people just trying to explain it like what why did they not show up a lot of people out there think well it maybe it, xbox must just be laying low while they're waiting for this regulatory approval 
uh, for the for the Activision Blizzard. Like they're trying to just basically underplay their hand, yeah. so that the the FTC and the in the UK the CMA sign off on this merger rather than like come out thumping their chest and being like, look at all this cool stuff we got, and we're gonna get a whole bunch more when we buy this company for sixty nine billion dollars. I don't. It, it could that be a reason? Yes. Do I think it is? Mm -hmm. No. Uh, I don't think the FTC or the CMA care about a release date trailer for Redfall mm -hmm. <laughs> or, a, or a, you know, some gameplay from Forza Motorsport or a, a Gears of War 6 announcement teaser. I care. I know. I know you do. And that's why I wanted you to have that, Miranda. I'm looking at some Gears of War art right now. So, and I was like, man. I, yeah, I just I don't. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, so really, that Thursday, the Thursday of the Game Awards last week was, it was a bad day for Microsoft, not only because they, of their own volition, failed to show up, but that same day, F the FTC sued oh, right. yeah. Microsoft to formally try and stop the acquisition. So all the nonsense uh, lobbying and, and uh, FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, if you're not familiar with that term, all the, all the FUD that Sony was putting out there, it's working. They got the government to file suit against Microsoft. So uh, I would love to stop talking about this story and just have this, this thing either get approved or, or not. But we're going to keep talking about it. So there's nothing more to report right now other than the FTC is suing Microsoft to block this acquisition. I would like to go on but record that I was the one who is with the most doubt of this going through. But also, we don't know yet. Yeah, We don't know yet. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a, the soap opera continues. All right. Uh, let's well, go not, ahead. Not Justin, only please. is the FTC suing them, but they didn't even give Brad Sams from microsoft a chance to sit down with the staff to talk about their proposal for consent decrees yeah so like 10 years the nintendo 10 years the steam uh they have an offer on the table for uh sony to have call of duty for 10 years and allow it on playstation plus is what yeah. bloomberg is reporting and uh, fdc is like no we want to take you to court to me it's a political play and like even even the cma came out and said that's not quite what we said your main thesis to your your suit yeah that's not what we said that's not what happened they still make a point the ftc does but it's it's really on shaky ground and xbox and activision are like oh we're ready to go to court on this one well so it's gonna get more interesting in the new year and i'm no legal expert but i would think that uh the ftc refusing that meeting if a judge sees that during the case, the judge is going to, that's going to help Microsoft out because the judge is going to go, well, Microsoft wanted to sit down and talk this out with you guys. You know, so that we'll see that could end up being a factor in this lawsuit. So, and the UK regulatory body is criticizing the FTC for the case. So like, it's really not a good let look. The, let the drama they, continue. Yeah. Advanced. Yeah. Uh, speaking of drama. The Unlocked Block Trivia Challenge, to end the show on a much happier note, we could crown a champion today, and if we do, it's going to be this young lady right here, Miranda Sanchez, because she currently holds a one-point lead over Stella and a two-point lead over Destin Legary. And so, Patrick Morris, thank you, Patrick, for writing in with your thank question. You, you could you, have the championship-deciding Unlocked Block Trivia question here. Here we go. Actress Marina Sirtis rose to prominence in the late 80s when she took on the role of counselor Deanna Troy in Star Trek The Next Generation. She would later go on to lend her voice to another sci-fi franchise 
on the Xbox 360, which franchise was it? Gears of War, Perfect Dark, Prey, the 2006 version that uh, Human Head made, which was an excellent game, by the way, or Mass Effect. So this is, this is, this is an interesting one. I, I don't know if I would have gotten this. Uh, so we'll see. I'm, I'm going to go. I mean, we have to go to Miranda first. We have yeah. to make her answer first on this. It's true. I have never wished I was more into Star Trek now than, than ever before because I've never seen it except for some movies of Star Trek. Uh, TNG is really good. That's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah. I've always just been. I don't know. I've just never seen it. It's weird. Um, I'm going to guess Mass Effect. Okay. Stella, I'll go your way next. You're in second place. Mm, okay. A reminder a... that if Miranda gets it right, you have to get it right to keep pace. And if she gets it I wrong know. and you get it right, you could tie. And then next week I you could know. win. I don't know. I, I feel like mm, I feel like Mass Effect is like the obvious sci-fi game. But like, okay, so the Prey one, was that the one that um, was where you could like be in the little objects and stuff like there could be mimics. Or no, that, that not, was the newer prey. This okay. was the one with a more Native American theme from okay, the 360 sure. era. Yeah, okay. it was an excellent game. Which which Star Trek was she in? TNG, Next Generation. Oh, TNG. Okay. Counselor Troy. Dang it! I there was a lot of sexual tension with Commander Riker, and sometimes oh. a little love triangle with oh, uh, with Worf oh. in there too. I only got it. Yeah. I only started the original, and I got to season halfway through season one. Dang it! Um. Okay, so the options were Prey, Mass Effect. Um, uh, Gears of War, Perfect Dark. <sighs> oh my god, I don't know. I don't want to, just in case she's wrong, I don't want to be with her. But like, <laughs> what if she's right? Um, Who knows? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I have hope. I'm so sorry. What was the other one other than Perfect Dark? It was Gears of War, Perfect Gears Dark, of War, okay. Prey, and Mass Effect. <sighs> I feel like... I don't know. I'm going to go. Well, you would know Gears of War, but like you don't know the actress. So do I don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, I'm going to I'm going to go with Perfect Dark. OK. All right. Destin, that leaves you, and you you have to get this correct to stay in the game, Destin, no matter well, I'm what. I'm still in the game if I get it right? <laughs> well, unless Miranda gets it right. Well, it's but. Mass Effect, so Miranda's won the challenge. <laughs> you know this for sure? Yeah, it's Mass Effect. She played uh, one of the characters in the flotilla. He His Mass Effect fandom shines through. Oh, it I is like, Mass Effect. Okay. He play, uh, she played the mother of Liara, matriarch yeah. Benezia, Benezia. Yep. who was assisting Saren specifically to kill Commander oh Shepard. Did I know that? that? Actually, yes, I knew that. You knew that? <laughs> I, I was, I'm like, is she hamming it up? There's no way she doesn't know this. Oh. You know? So, yeah. uh, Miranda, congratulations. Yeah. You have won the Unlock Block. <laughs> Trivia challenge yeah, for 2022. I mean, it was the right answer. The two-time defending <laughs> champion. Stop, stop. Sorry. If you're, watching the, if you're not watching the video, I'm so sorry, but I'm being harassed. I'm being harassed again. There's an animated star of some sort on the screen. It's a rabbit. It's a rabbit. It's a rabbit. It's a rabbit. rabbit. Miranda loves the rabbits. It is her favorite game franchise on the planet. If she gets a PO box, you it. should definitely send her Lumi plushies. Please don't. Is this my reward for the answer? Though, right? No, no, 
Did did you know right away, Miranda, the answer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't care. Cool. She, she cool. had to act like it wasn't yeah. the right answer because then she we would all just cool. agree yeah. with it. I was so. trying to keep yeah. like tons of marketing yeah. material about it, and like yeah. she did all these interviews, and like it was a big deal as a Next Generation fan. I used to watch it with my dad okay. and the Mass Effect fan. I knew this answer the second I read it. All right, so, Rich, she's going to walk off yeah. set if you're not careful here. There we leave. go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all going to walk off set in a second. So that is the end of Unlocked episode 574. Congratulations to our two-time defending trivia yeah. champion, I, Miranda Sanchez. Honestly, just so happy that this last one was something I actually knew, which I was just yeah. like, I actually know this trippy question, so I Y'all send in some Titanfall questions, you. please! And some Apex stuff! Come on! <laughs> and congratulations to the, uh, Stella and no, Destin. Yeah. We had a great competition this you year. You know what? We good. really My did. My first year on the podcast, what, second place, I'll take it. That's great. I'll take it. So this you means beat I get, Destin. This means I get Destin's position, right? <laughs> no. where, where did the scores end up? Like it was uh, uh, well, two, I two guess one, three? Eleven, eleven. 10 10 because that you got you didn't oh. get this one in Des oh, so Destin it. tied you, you guys yeah. tied. I keep yeah. I keep That's my position fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very close race though yeah congratulations guys that was great that was a really close yeah. year thank you Ryan well, for running this as always it's so week, fun we could do trivia again and oh then if we God. all get it right then we do a runoff like we did that one no no, <laughs> no. No, it's over. Ryan, nah. I just want Ryan to do as much work as possible for a how about Destin I just fight to the death for second spot Oh, I'd pay to watch that. <laughs> win. Because I know who's, who's dying in that scenario. That's true. What if you guys come to, to my me. arena and we do a 1v1 in Dota, but it's Destin oh, Stella. We're going to press random buttons not knowing what yeah. to do. I actually have no idea who would come out winning with that one. That'd be I so funny. I RTS, so I might have an edge. Do you play RTS? <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, uh, thank you to Patrick Morris for that excellent unlock block trivia question. But hey, uh, keep those trivia questions coming because I want to build up a good stash of them heading into next year. I guess we probably won't do trivia next week, but we will be here next week. So stick with us. We've got one more unlocked for you in 2022 before we take a little one week holiday break and then we'll be back to start fresh in 2023 as I hope Xbox will be ready <laughs> to start fresh in 2023. Yes, please. Uh, Yes. So for Destin Legary, Stella Chung, and Miranda Sanchez, and our super producer, Red, I'm Ryan. This was, again, Unlocked 574. We'll see you next week.